Yep, it's going. Going for you? Yeah. All right. Welcome, everybody. Here we are, Pancreation Philosophy. My name is Pocholo Cruz. Scott McDonald. And this is back again, Morgan. Yeah. Thanks again for joining Thank us. Thank you. Glad to be here again. Yeah. A little different of a... It's a, space, it's, it's so a I like it. We're not at Utah Bothell sure. where we're threatened no. by security. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. Just barge in and yeah. shut down production. Exactly. We're just hanging outside. Yeah. We're going underground now for a couple episodes because yeah. just the public response has been it's, amazing. It's just too strong. But it hasn't. <laughs> no, we're, going, we're going underground. We're fighting the power. As you can see, yeah. we're cycling back through old guests. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. An old guest, but a... But a Stuff has changed since we last saw yeah. yeah, a lot. Which is, which totally. is, I mean, speaking of stuff, first shout out to Mikhail for being our replacement video person. I think yeah. Ender's having, yeah, <laughs> Ender's having some. I don't know what's happening with him, but we hope he's back or uh, yeah. soon or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so Morgan, it's been a while since you know you were last on, so I yeah. I heard things have changed. So definitely, what's 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 going on? Ah, uh, everything has changed. Almost. Everything has changed. Kind of like kind of do this in my life a little bit where I'll be on a path doing something and I'll just do a 360 and all this shit I'm going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. kind of what's happening right now. Um, I don't know. It's like for me, I've always been someone that likes to do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. My brain's been a little bit everywhere. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you say was the catalyst for this, I guess, change or I guess what what happened? I guess it's been what a couple, a couple. It's been a couple months since we last talked to you, but like, what's been the shift? Yeah. So just so we can kind of like, so when people watch this, we can start back from the last episode. You were getting prepared for a fight. Yeah. During that time. Yeah. And you was... had fought about a month or two after that, right? Um, I think I had just gotten word that I was fighting, and that it was probably like eight or ten weeks. Okay. Yeah, it was about, about two weeks yeah. before. Cause and so like, you, yeah, because it was like April, I want to say. And yeah. then you fought in June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You fought in the same card as yeah, well. Yeah, fought in June. Yeah. You had an amazing performance, a dominant performance, Thank very you. skillful performance, and you won, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, you retained the title, the Axe title. At, what weight was that again? One, 125. 125. Yeah. Okay, so I just wanted to Backtrack. get that out there. <laughs> because I did. Episode I did. Yeah, 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 before the show, I, I read your uh, burnt out um the blog post answer on the yeah. blog so i'm yeah. assuming with that's me. probably what you're going to talk about yeah right? absolutely okay, okay, cool. yeah totally just wait to what do, that's what we're talking just, about well, just to do that real succinct yeah. viewers yeah so now you're caught up but yeah go ahead yeah so let's see um yeah won that fight june 2nd um a couple days later i got on a plane went and traveled a little bit went to oklahoma and then georgia and then um came back from that and I was like oh man just like the feeling of traveling for me is something I feel like I don't know it's just very freeing to me to go and experience new things and um I came back from it and I was like uh and then I got um sick so I've been dealing with this kind of like stress-induced illness um since two weeks before my first fight with AMC um that was in December, that was in right? December, right. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, so um, it's kind of, like, I never have had this before, and then all of a sudden it kind of hits me in these times where um, I realize that I kind of need, need to make a change in my life because I'm either too stressed out or um, there's just things that my body is trying to tell me, and it's literally in my eyes, so I'm control of this. Like, yeah. it's, my eye will break out in kind of, like, shingles, and it'll be painful, and um, 
when that happens to me, it kind of like makes me freak out a little, not necessarily freak out, but become more concerned about my actual personal health um, for my whole life. And yeah. so, um, and then also during that time, I was like, I saw this um, video on Facebook about this uh, hockey player. Um, he won, what is it called? The Stanley Cup? Stanley Cup, Twice. Yeah. And he's, he's dealing with all these... Um, brain injury uh, issues, and um, he said he would take his name off the Stanley Cup twice to be able to have his brain health back. And that hit me, and I was like, damn. Like, is it is this career in MMA, like, what is that going to do to me in 20 years, you know, or even 10 years? Um, and for someone that's already struggled with depression and anxiety when I was younger, before I had any brain issues, um, it's pretty concerning to me that that would happen and be worse for me uh, in the long run. And mm. um, so all of that was kind of playing around in my head. And um, and then, so like being away from AMC for a little period of time, I felt even a bigger resistance to want to go back there um, for my health and then also kind of like my mental health more than anything because um, how I was kind of introduced to AMC um, and how some of the memories I've had there like um, have been very difficult parts of my life. Mm -hmm. And so the further I was away from that, the more freed I felt like I was from um, that part of my life. Um, and so it was kind of hard for me to want to go back to that. Um, and so, I mean, I really have only been there a couple of days this, this last month. Um, and it's really difficult for me because I love the people there. Um, but there's certain parts that, like, for me to be able to move on from that part of my life, it's kind of hard to see that constant reminder um, that kind of feels like it still pulls me back in a, in a, in a way. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. I... I still know that there's like a, a fire in me to want to fight because I went and watched some fights recently and I was like, oh, I want to be in there. Oh, and I was just like, mm -hmm. damn. But it's like, um, for right now, I feel like I have to kind of take a step back and like focus on being a, like a real person. I don't know. I kind real of, person. you know, yeah. like when yeah. you become yeah. um, so engulfed into training, uh -huh. MMA, um, it's like every single day, 24 hours a day, it's kind of like you're dedicating your life to it. Mm -hmm. and um, like I said earlier, um, even on the last podcast, yeah. I never wanted to identify myself as just a fighter. Mm -hmm. um, I've realized that I'm just a, like a creative person, and um, there's like so many different ways I can let that out. Um, yeah, <laughs> without, 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 being, yeah, without, without, yeah. Yeah. You know, without getting, without getting brain damage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's you know, well, the, the, I mean, the mental health side, and then just the feeling, you know, the feeling, the stress, and feeling burnt out. I mean, that really. I mean, that, that's a real thing. I think the mental aspect is something that's really draining on people, just whatever they want to pursue. Mm -hmm. And if anything, it reminds me a lot. I mean, I know Scott has some, like, details yeah. on this. Because, like, Scott, you, didn't you step away for, what, about two years in your in your amateur career? Like a year or so? Yeah. yeah. Extended amount of time. So would you like to talk about that? Yeah. And I, it was more so it, – it was, I think it was stress-induced. I had a lot of things outside of the – cage meaning outside of the sport that were just kind of chaotic and were under control just a, a few scares i was getting into a little bit of trouble and i had a relationship issue that had manifested and turned into something that was really like distracting me mm -hmm. like i always tell people my last 
amateur or no my second to last amateur fight I don't know how I got through the training I was on autopilot the whole time yeah. <laughs> I was just showing up doing these drills if I, I didn't I wasn't even able to process whether I had a, a good session or not and that's mm-hmm. not typical of me usually like I'll sit and reflect and write about what I could have done better mm-hmm. but for that fight that was um it was on the strike force undercard and it was in Kent yeah. so it was at the showwear center yeah and that was like 2012 I believe and uh, I think in April but yeah I just don't know what I didn't know what was going on and so I stepped away got involved in some religious stuff which would take a whole other podcast to unpack <laughs> and to you. we'll save that later so yeah. I, I exited the cage and ended up on college campuses preaching about jesus for really wild times yeah. but um definitely don't do that anymore but yeah i had gotten to this place where um i didn't have like a social analysis of fighting or kind of like the analysis i do now i was just fucking burnt out mm-hmm. and um things weren't clear in my career like, I had been told there had been a plan. This isn't directed to anybody in particular, by the way, but I've been told by multiple people that there's a plan for me and my talents. Yeah. And to not... Totally. And to have that not be fucking clear, given, like... Because I, I knew what I was risking, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I knew what I was putting on the line. My, you're, my you're body. You're gambling your health. My fucking yeah. body. Yeah. And then to, like, have no clear plan, I just was like, well, fuck this, man. Let me just go do something else. And <laughs> so I did leave. And then the sport slowly started calling me back mm-hmm. like i would be bored and someone would be like call me in as a sparring partner and i would just yeah come in and do work and then just disappear mm-hmm. you know just kind of leave my mark like this yeah. unknown dude <laughs> you know, which was kind of badass yeah. To me, but, yeah but even then when i was sparring and stuff i was like what is the point of this and so yeah and then i came back in 2013 didn't plan on fighting and you know dj essentially got me a fight like mm-hmm. And uh, Matt was like, you know, this will be your last amateur one. So I took it two years off and just dominated and then had a pro fight. And then, then the pro fight is when it got weird. When I first got paid for fighting, that's when I, I want to say it ruined it for me, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, you mentioned I, that before. Well, I got a paycheck. Yeah. And it's $1,000. It was yeah. five to show, five to win. And I'm yeah. just like, this is, I don't know how this is calculated. Like, all the fucking work I put in. Yeah. All the times I had to go to the doctor for a cut mm-hmm. or an injury came out of my pocket. Yeah. yeah. And this is what I. And I so, like, that off that balance. Also, but, and, and then also just like how you felt about it. 10 cents yeah. an hour. Like, if you break <laughs> it down, yeah, no. you're like, shit, yeah. Yeah. what? <laughs> I'm like, man, this is like what prisoners are getting paid. Yeah. Like, really. And so, uh, but no, I know the burnt out feeling. And I, I think, yeah, it, it's a message from your body and your brain, you know, and I had anxiety. I have issues still with anxiety and depression, and they were pre-existing before any brain issue. Yeah. But I worry. Like, I, ne- I never really got hit in my fights, but I did get hit in training. I know Joel yeah. talked about this, and I yeah. have concerns yeah. with memory and yeah. things like that where I'm just like, you know, I don't know what what caused it. Was it the time I fell out of the ring and landed on the concrete head yeah. first? Was it the, the time I got knocked down in sparring in yeah. Tacoma? You know, yeah. was it... Or it could just be culmination of everything. Because yeah. it shows that, you know, mm-hmm. like, non-concussive blows, all of that all that pays the price, mm-hmm. like, from there, no matter, like, how much it is. But, yeah, that's a very... I mean, that's a very concerning thing that anyone has to... And just kind about. of moving yeah. off me real quick, I had a question, Morgan, about the um, article you read and just wanted your uh, thoughts more on that about the NHL player. Like, what about that... What did you... How did you compare that to your experience? Like, what and what did that do for you in this decision to like kind of step away how did that impact you um he talked a lot about his family 
um, and like how he has little girls and he wants to be around you and he wants to be able to remember those memories with them mm-hmm. and um, I guess I've kind of had a change in heart about like how I really do one day want to have a family and um, want to be there for my kids and like be healthy and mm-hmm. um, I don't know I think that was just like I feel bad because he kind of felt like he wasn't aware of um, some of this the issues that come from NHL because, and he said like he's given um, brain damage, he's taken it. Um, but with MMA, it's literally like that is what we do. Um, yeah, brain damage is the point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or fucking with your limbs, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just damaging another human being is the is the I guess sport mm-hmm. or the goal. And was there a moment for yeah. him? Uh, or actually, before we talk about him, was is there a moment for you in terms of like cognitive health that did, did you have any concerns that arise? That... Yeah. So actually, this last camp, um, I call it like the Wednesday from hell because uh, we spar on Tuesdays, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what part of camp it was, but I just remember taking like one shot that was pretty hard um, on the Tuesday, and then like couldn't sleep, didn't sleep very well. Maybe had like three or four hours of sleep, and then the next day at work. I'm there and I'm just staring at my computer screen, like not processing anything. Um, the glare was super bad, um, and everyone around me, my coworkers, are like, "Are you okay?" And I was just like, "Yeah, I just have a headache." And um, I was like, "I gotta go work." And I had to like move my laptop and my workstation, and they were like, "You should just go home because like mm-hmm. you." you're just not there like and it was scary to me and then the headache kind of lasted a couple more days and just like man like those moments you know you remember those certain moments where you feel like you really took a certain amount of brain damage or um whatever uh, had like headaches and stuff like that yeah they don't like leave you and you're like and there's definitely moments where i'm like i've realized Maybe my memory isn't as great as it used to be, and I don't know if I've always had speech impediment issues or if it's just kind of gotten worse, but um, I I just, I don't know. I don't know if a career in MMA is worth it, but I do enjoy fighting, so it's kind of like this um, toss-up or uh, I feel perplexed about it. Yeah, you have to look at the pros and cons, but... I feel like what's happening for you is that the cons are very, are being highlighted, and you're aware you're aware of the risk. You're you're not like how the NHL player was on how right. he I mean he was doing the action, but he wasn't quite aware what the cost is. It's different where you're you see the you know what the cost is, and you're starting to see it already mm-hmm. in a pretty young career. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, when I had well when I broke my nose and I took a knee to the nose, like that definitely gave me a concussion because like well I kind of blacked in and out of that like the memories I have from that are kind of um shady and um just like that's also like a reminder of the damage that's being caused to us on a when you're when you're doing a sport like MMA and it's kind of hard to see past that when it's like my nose and then my eyes literally telling me like what you're doing is not healthy or it's my body's like reacting um to resist it mm-hmm. and these are like uh This is like the elephant in the room with MMA. You know what I mean? And I feel like nobody, you know... Actually, I want to give a lot of credit to Matt Hume because I feel like he... If you approach him about this issue... I know you talked with him, maybe. I don't know if you guys talked about this, but I feel like when I approached him, I didn't explicitly say I had concerns. Like, 
but I just said I was having some issues and we talked about future and college and different types of plans and so I mean it's it's an honor to be around someone who thinks like that but I mean it's not common practice to talk with athletes about the real risk of MMA like the real genuine risk that it poses on you and your health and and it's not like I mean the deaths are very minimal right but again it's for now for now but it's but it's like the onset the offset of it because like think about I mean you you mentioned too like your your uh your brother-in-law or your your sister's uh, boyfriend definitely suffering from definitely suffering from CTE and like look at just it seems like every you know like and always on the on this on the newspaper, it's, it's like one to some NFL player. Suicide. Like suicide or... Junior Seau, right? Yeah. Where'd he shoot yeah. himself? Shot Not in the head. Yeah. yeah. In the chest because yeah. he's like, look at my brain. Yeah. I want you guys to look at my brain. And, and that's... Yeah, and, I mean, it. when I got into college, though, that's when I really realized I was having issues. Like, like the toll it took on your brain? Yeah. yeah. Even a few shots. Like, I'd yeah. be in class. Yeah. Like, I remember I was in this uh, lifespan psychology class at Cascadia. That was like my second quarter there in the instructor was really patient she had a gentle voice so it wasn't like anything she was doing but i would just i would stop hearing her because i'd have like a body panic attack where i'd be like i gotta move i gotta fucking leave and i'd stand up leave the classroom like i'd rush out of the classroom walk (laughs) around the campus yeah come sit down she'd ask me a question i'd answer it but i wasn't there yeah like my body my mind wasn't in the classroom i don't know how i was functioning and it was just a real scary place to be on i was going to doctors all the time i was like what's the issue I know I've had these issues for a while, but it seems like it's getting worse. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. It could be a culmination of everything. But now when I go and talk to professionals yeah. and I tell them that I fight, yeah. um, they they get really concerned. Yeah. They're like, well, did anything happen to you when you fought? Did Were you ever knocked out? Do you remember being hit really hard? Yeah. And it's like a, a part of the overall uh, diagnosis process now. Yes. Um, so it is fucking, it is fucking scary too, especially when you look at it like, I remember on one podcast I called it the gladiator, I called MMA activity the gladiator class. Yeah. (laughs) That's really what it is. You occupy an interesting place in society where you're doing this activity that is utterly thrilling to people and yet you're getting paid to hurt somebody else. Really, that's what you're fucking doing. You know, you can dress it up and talk about the beautiful things you talked about, like, you know, you versus yourself and but when you pass through the other side of this, you're like, there's so many other activities I could do yeah, where I can face yourself myself. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Other than this, yeah. with the risk, yeah. you know? And this is what I think the industry does, like the big corporation like UFC. They'll look at all the success stories and the people who don't have brain damage, and they'll just be like, well, look at these people. Well, yeah, well, that, that's what you the know? focus is on. Yeah, sure. or they just aren't showing the signs. Yeah, because, I mean... Um, MMA is still a pretty young sport and so we haven't really reached that point where you can do a lot of research on all the people that have retired yeah. and passed away um, really, really it's just now that yeah. the, you know that the first generation some of the first generation is still fighting like Hoist Gracie and yeah, yeah. like Gary yeah. I'm just looking this up oh Gary Goodrich that's like that is the Gary Goodrich that's is like, like the classic or I guess not classic but that's like the pinnacle right now of like brain damage like in MMA right like, that that's a that, that's a very tell he had a very telling you know interview where he's yeah he is damaged for sure he goes like today is the best day I'll ever have and then it's just gonna get worse the next day that's that and it was it's a very yeah he just can't he just can't remember anything yeah like, from that just like fighting took its toll and took away uh pretty much took away his cognitive functions 
Yeah, yeah, there was a 23-year-old that um, died in a car accident or something like that who was a professional yeah, MMA yeah, fighter. Yeah, yeah, and he had, he had onset of CTE already. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't even have that many fights. I don't think he was ever even... Was he knocked out in a fight? No, he was never... He, yeah. I think he was undefeated. I think he has like 10 and out. Yeah. And it was just like on the rise in Bellator. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, so like that's the thing. Yeah, it's, you're... We are gambling with our health, like for sure. It's like the like the da- the damage is there. Mm-hmm. There is a yeah. fucking spider on my head. Just thought yeah. I was Oh nice. Yeah. 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 You got we're talking about all this brain shit and I was like, why is my brain tingling? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my spider? Yeah. It is a yeah. fucking yeah. spider. Yeah, your, your spider sense tingling. But I don't want to kill yeah. it, but yeah. I'll flick it. Right. <laughs> it's still, no, nope, it's still, still, still alive, it. still kicking. He's like, Fuck you, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's like I'm looking at Gary Goodridge's uh fucking twitter right now and it's like yeah. all these like motivational quotes about let me see here because you're right it gets progressively worse for yeah. him yes and this is what look these are you want to know what his hashtags are no hashtag depression yeah hashtag brain injury hashtag concussion I mean, hashtag cte brain injuries lead you know brain injuries definitely lead to you know like you said, depression, more anxiety. It's just the fact is you're damaging, you're like you're damaging your brain. The movie concussion. Um, hell, I mean, look at like the recent news. Look what happened, like Max Holloway. Oh yeah, yeah that's oh a big my one. God. Max Can Holloway. Like, yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, Max Holloway is only I want to say 26 years old, but already oh, it's like 26. yeah, exactly. Yeah, already. So I watched yeah. him warm up, and I was like, it's probably the weight cut. Why he's but moving then, so sluggish? Yeah. But then he had that interview with Bis when Bisping was yeah. there. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, you know, it's just ready to go, man. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Like yeah. he was significantly slower. And then I went back and I did a, a YouTube search on previous interviews, like after he had won against Jose Aldo, and he seemed yeah. pretty sharp. Like, yeah. Just in terms of understanding what's going on, just the the flow of his words, he wasn't getting caught up. Yeah. And then on this one, he just was so slow yeah. you know what i mean and that's scary that's a champion they yeah. called him out on it right he's yeah like, are you feeling okay? are you feeling yeah. okay he's yeah. like oh yeah good to go yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like it looks like you're about to fall asleep yeah yeah i think um kat zingano yeah that's her name yeah she was talking um yeah, was on the joe rogan yeah. podcast about yeah. how she had a tmi and she was going through all this different kind of therapy stuff yeah that's right it. but wasn't she was how did she get that wasn't she involved in a car collision I, I, forget, I forget why. I thought she got it after her fight with Amanda Nunez. Well, I'm sure that too. Yeah. See, I've never had a fight like that. I've never had a fight where I was really taken, like, given much damage or. Um, I mean, really, Scott, on the same token like you too. I mean, you. I mean, you got adversity for sure, but nothing. But you didn't. That, but that's the thing. It shows you don't need to have a devastating knockout loss to still to still get. Yeah. To have it be clear. Yeah, because well, like, the damage there. Me and Joel, like, and I don't... I just remember I'd have sparring sessions with Joel where it wasn't like he was hitting me to where I was just like, oh, I'm reeling. But he was hitting me, and it was sharp. Each time, it was just like a sharp snap. Yeah. Over, snap, snap, snap. Well, I remember that because I could hear it. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah, when yeah. me and him would go, you'd hear, yeah. wow, 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 just leather. Yeah. And then I remember sessions would end, and I wouldn't really know where to go walk. I would feel kind of like di- I would feel really dizzy. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh no, it's just because he cir- we circle so much, it's like we're making yeah. each other dizzy. Yeah. But I was like, no. And there was times you rationalizing in your head. Yeah. Yeah. So I I really don't. And I sparred Bibiano a lot and yeah. Jake. Yeah. And I mean they didn't hit 
Bibiano just, yeah, I don't want to air him out on this podcast, yeah. but, you know, there's just certain yeah. people who go fucking hard. Jake, too, Averlowski Al- yeah. was uh, one of them, so, yeah. It's, I've, I heard a philosopher talk about, it was actually Sam Harris in on one of his podcasts, he talked about brain and brain health and meditation, and he said, we have to treat the brain like the pilot in yeah. an um, airplane. Yeah. So if there's like, if the airplane is moving a certain way, or it's diving, or it's dipping, or it's steady, you always look to the brain to know what's yeah. going on. We can't detach behavior apart from brain processes. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm telling you, there's still days I have where it's just like, it's a complete anxiety ridden day and there's mm-hmm. days where I have peace and calm and then mm-hmm. the next day maybe a depression depression based day where that's all it is and it's like something's going yeah. on yeah right no and like you said you may have had your previous issues with this mm-hmm. but I mean we can just say right now that your MMA maker did not help that no at all right so, no yeah I used to think that um there's something wrong with my hearing like I would go to these I go to like the I don't know what's a hearing doctor or ear doctor and yeah. be like they're like, no, you like test fine. Test. Yeah. But then I was like, but I'm not hearing people. Yeah. No, the same thing. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's like, it's, I just feel like, what? Ears, but yeah. it's like, I know you're speaking to me. I can literally see it. But I'm like not cognitively processing what you're saying. Mm. That's crazy because I just got a critique at my job for that, you know, where it was like, oh, I feel like I tell you stuff, but then it gets lost. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, same thing, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if that was worse before like I don't fucking but see know. that's the thing you can't, yeah. you can't yeah. this is a really vulnerable <laughs> podcast <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm yeah. comfortable sharing yeah. this stuff yeah. with no, because people need to know Absolutely. yeah it's like that's a, that's the thing like this, this is because this is reality yeah. you know it's like this isn't a we're not selling anything here we're not selling like a product we're just saying like I mean that that's how it is I mean when, I mean, all of us are deeply are deeply involved in you know the martial arts. Mm-hmm. So like we know that that's true. All the guests we've had are all are, we're all deeply involved in martial arts and they all face that same thing. But um, I guess the only time we really came close to talking about it was with was with Joel, and it's and I mean, we're talking about damage like Joel's faced through like some serious some serious wars, and then I mean hard training, but like the fights were just were brutal i mean just i his, i have yeah. not seen just fight maybe like yeah. if i think like forrest griffin and stephen bonner as like joel had fights like that whole like time. yeah like it was like bop bop like every single like every single time yeah like that and yeah. that's why i want to get into this and i want to morgan i want to hear your thoughts on this yeah i feel like it's the will of a fighter that actually ends up being the most detrimental yes yeah. because <laughs> yes you know, and so what? What are you doing? Because first of all, are you just stepping away from competition? Um, I think I'm just gonna get into jujitsu. I think I just want to. I love grappling, and I think I just want to focus on that and just give my brain some time just to like hang out, but still stay training. Um, well, thing is, is I'm actually gonna be moving for a short period of time. Uh, I kind of feel like I needed a refresher in my life, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. start new. But I'm just gonna. Um, Go back to training. Well, actually, not go back. I've never just trained jujitsu before, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I want to be in the just, gi. Just, I want to um, yeah. do that a little bit. But, but the will, because you talked about earlier, you went and watched some fights. Yeah. And yeah. then, 
you expressed it as this very visceral thing where you're like looking at, at these fighters and you're like, I can get in there and I can do that. Yeah. That's your will. How are you grappling? How are you <laughs> grappling? <laughs> with that? How are you grappling, grappling with, with that your will? Yeah. Like grappling. Yeah. It's such a corny. Our yeah. podcast would be really corny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, how are you? Pancreas philosophy, grappling with ideas. Yeah. Wrestling with thoughts. <laughs> so yeah, I want to know how you're grappling with that. Striking ideas. And I'll just make a comment on it because for me. That's what would happen is I'd get this like itch and then I'd show up and I'd train and I wouldn't have trained for like months and I'd still just have these phenomenal like training sessions and I'm like, I'm the shit, I'm the shit. And so, and that's what kept me going back was the will and just the the need to know that I could still do it. But how are you dealing with that, um, right now? Like, um, well right now it's still pretty fresh. So I feel like if anything, I'm in that stage of being burnt out where it's like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I just want to do nothing. Um. But at the same time, like, I've always been a super competitive person. So I think uh, I, like, sign up for things like the Spartan Race. Um, so just finding other ways to outlet that competitiveness and that, like, desire to challenge yeah. myself yeah. Um, is kind of how I'm thinking about doing it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't really processed that or mm-hmm. gotten to that point yet of, like, God, I need to do this. Do you again. feel like it's going to be an obstacle? To want to fight again? Well, the or, will, your own will towards fighting and competing in MMA, do you feel like that's going to be an obstacle for you in taking a break and stepping away? Um, in the way that it's going to be difficult for me to stay away from it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I'm already like, fuck. It just makes me feel so perplexed about it because I know I feel um, like I really want to focus on be, like, um, being healthy again. Um but it's like, things are just getting great in my career, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, I think for me it's just going to be like focusing on different things um, and putting my uh, attention on other stuff um, that kind of helps me get through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, I've been watching a lot of dance shows lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so it's like so you think you dance, I'm like, damn. Yeah, fucking dance. Yeah, right? It's like yeah. you can do your own. It's like your same yeah. kind of body movement and, and stuff like that. And yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I've been like going to LA Fitnesses in the mornings lately for mm. work. Um, I've been doing this kind of like contemporary dancing mixed with hip hop mixed with like uh, shadow boxing. Mm-hmm. And it's been like really nice to for me to be able to feel like I can like get that outlet going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you become yeah. the best dance fighter. <laughs> yeah. 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 Step up to the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, just like yeah. dance battling <laughs> yeah. in like, the Yeah. 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 I hit each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you need James yeah. Yang for that. Yeah. Watching uh, James perform uh, like that is just like. Oh, I had to tell his ass to calm yeah. down because I came yeah. in fucking gym super yeah. tired and he's yeah. like, what? I was like, bro, what? Bro, fucking yeah, breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're, 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 you're here. You you're gotta here. get. I need you, yeah, down, I need you down here. I need you down here. No, but no, but that's for, no, but Scott, you bring up a good thing about the will because just look at every. Uh, I mean, hell, every classic fighter, like that's the, like that that was their every undoing. One. Every one, every single stop. one. Goddamn, Chuck yeah. Liddell and yeah. Tito Ortiz oh, you know, are about like, to fight. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's oh, yeah. forgotten about yeah. that, and they're yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. I know it's like, but they have, but they, they they'll forget their names soon, but they won't forget that they're fighting. Yeah, yeah it's like, hell, I saw Henzo Gracie's fighting in one like, FC. In one FC. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's um. You're like, what year is it? But or I mean, just look at, I mean, boxing of course, like Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, all 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 those guys. In fact, like it's a rarity, 
uh, Joe, I mean, Joe Lewis, like, pretty much, like, the only people that didn't suffer, like, devastating defeats later in their careers were the ones who, like, ended it early, like Rocky Marciano, but, you know, he died in a plane crash. Yeah. So, yeah, and that kind of ended badly for that, but almost every single one, every almost every single great fighter hung in too long. Yeah. Hung Because that's the thing, but that's, it's a double-edged sword. The will to go out and compete is the same thing that drove them to greatness, but it's the same thing that led them to ruin. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's always well, yeah. that is always the thing is, and yeah. you also don't have people in your circle that are telling you to stop. Yeah. Like your family's never enough. Exactly. Your family is like like there's a documentary out there about it. Actually, was filmed here in Washington about this guy. I think he trains at um, what's his name? It's like United Fight Center. Have you? Okay. United yeah. So it's not United it's, Training Center. Yeah, it's Who's not, the owner it, of that? Eddie. Ellis, is it that Eddie Ellis? Ellis? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that guy, this guy in this film trained out of there, and it's like, it's an interesting documentary because it's him hiding the fact that he fights MMA from his family pretty much. Oh, like, damn. They don't yeah. want him, they yeah. find out later, but yeah. they didn't want him to fight because of his age, but it's like, he just keeps going and doing it. So you have to ask yourself, like, what, you have to sit with yourself and go, what is driving me towards this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can I get these questions answered somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Totally. And it's kind of like, Greg was on, I, I watched Greg's podcast and it was yeah. great. And he yeah. talked about like the MMA in the third world and how, yeah. you know, some people believe it's exploitative and, and this and that. But I mean, the people love it and it's inspiring. Yeah. But I'm always like inspiring at what cost yeah. towards yeah. what end. Also, that's like also the enormous poverty, too. So so I'm like, if, if that if you're setting up shop in this like poverty stricken country and then you're just trying to pipeline people through this so then you can make your show as successful as possible i'm just like where are the other alternatives and hopefully your industry but, is contributing to that i doubt it it's just real life slumdog millionaire yeah that's what it is <laughs> and that's, yeah. with fucking brain damage yeah and yeah. so yeah i don't know i that was hard for me was dealing with the will and then like and just all the you talked about it in your blog and it just hit me because you were talking about you had a battle with yourself during training and a battle with expectations of people that thought you could take this to the highest level yeah absolutely. so battles with you thinking yeah. you can't do it which is crazy because you're fucking good. <laughs> and then um, just people's commentary. Like, it's, you, the, it's just the critics, yeah. yeah, you know? And so, for me, that was always an issue where it's like, I'll come in in a training session and I'll have world champion saying, you could be a world champ. And then it's like, well, fuck. If I don't do this, I'll feel guilty. But can I do it? Uh, can I not do it? And it's just this but, fucking mental... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a mental labyrinth you have to deal yeah. with. But I think at the at the end of the day, like, your guide should be, you know, why, why you're doing it. And right. remember, you know, talking to you, I think that the mm-hmm. big thing, you have to be the driver of your life, but you have to realize, too, like, what you're, what you're driving towards, too. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. what, yeah. what do I want? Because, yeah. like, especially with MMA, once I got into it, people were instantly like, oh, you're good at this. I mean, because I've been naturally athletic my whole life kind of thing. And mm. um, a lot of people told me, oh, like... You can, you, you can be a world champ, blah, 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 like, you can do this, and then um, I kind of got stuck in that bubble, and that's kind of the only people I was around, and then I wasn't able to hear my own self of, like, but do I want that? Like, yeah. do I want to sacrifice my whole life You're for that? You're getting funneled towards something. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, there's a part that um, feels good when people are like, yeah, you can do that, and then, um, but then there's all this other stuff that you have to deal with, and... What's your... It- because I know this is just new for you, but what's your advice for, like, women coming into the sport, young women, or just even young fighters coming in who have this, like, goal in mind of wanting to fight, wanting to be a world champion? I mean, what just what's your advice to them? 
Like, let's say if you could talk to yourself. Like, yeah. where Morgan right now, not Morgan the fierce competitor who's, like, going to take it to the top of the competitive yeah. ladder, but where you're at right now, what would be yeah. your advice? Like, what if you could talk to yourself, like, when before you first stepped in, you know, like, more going, looking into getting into mm-hmm. shape, mm-hmm. you know, not knowing what she's about to, you know, get herself right. into. Yeah. My advice would be to ask yourself questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and ask yourself questions that make you think about something, um, like, like what do you what do you truly value in your life? And that was something mm-hmm. that I really had to ask myself. Like what do I really value like in life holistically? Mm-hmm. Um, and like what drives you to get up in, in the morning? And what what makes you I guess like feel happy? Like you know happiness is kind of like in and out of your life. But what's gonna bring you fulfillment? Um, and not necessarily success. Like I feel like those have to be separated. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and yeah, I was just gonna say like what is true to you also. Um, and that's something that I'm trying to like really discover in myself because I've been the type of person that like when I get thrown into an environment, I'm like, oh, like I can be super susceptible to like want to mold into that environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I feel like I've had a hard time figuring out what my own voice, like what my own thoughts are, and like um, what I want to do because someone who has kind of been like a people pleaser um like you want to make everybody happy and so like if that's being this kind of person for that kind of person like you'll try to be that kind of person Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to get away from that and figure out what makes me feel the most fulfilled and happy and most true to myself Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's like you said you you hear all these voices but you have to filter it out you have to hear your own voice because you've been so busy hearing other people's voices now what about um, are you familiar with Jens Pulver's story as a uh, fighter? Not really. So like Jens Pulver, you know, I've actually trained with him early on in my career. Like he yeah. came from a household just uh, ridden with alcoholism and just and, and severe, yeah. severe abuse by his father. And I know this sport attracts people who have a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. So and and most of us don't really know that when we get into it until we have a conversation with like a training partner about it or just someone in our life who is able to help us put it together do you think this is a good outlet like fighting in the cage is it a good outlet to resolve any type of issue just be honest like if your answer is like fuck yeah i felt empowered i was able to get some reclamation for the issues i've been through or whatever say yes but if you think no because i think that's another important thing that is just on record like you commenting on that, you know? Yeah, I think it's something that we like to tell ourselves um, that we face in a fight. Uh, but it's kind of true in the way that when you're training and we're sparring or you're fighting, you kind of are expressing your most true self and like personality-wise. Like we talked about how DJ has a certain personality, Greg has a certain personality, Scott, Pachola, you guys all have certain personalities that come out when you're training. And mm-hmm. um, But I don't think that getting in a fight is the only way you can kind of um, discover that um, and deal with those that kind of abuse. Because um, I face a little bit of abuse in my life. Um, I wouldn't say that I've had, like, a terrible upbringing or been through, like, the worst abusive relationships ever because that's definitely not the case. But um, I don't feel like fighting was the best way for me to deal with that. Um, if anything, like, um, the damage that comes from combat sports um, is almost worse for you in the long run when you Mm. have to really deal with those abusive uh, memories and stuff like that. Um, 
Was that what was your? That was it. Yeah. No, that was, I mean I feel like that was it in in, in a roundabout way, because for me it's like I'm realizing this too. If it's not fighting for some people can be a fucking corporate CEO and have all sorts of crazy trauma and psychopathic tendencies. Yeah. yeah. And they unleash that. And, that, and that's how they unleash. That, they just unleash their... it on the rest of the world. So, yeah. um, and uh, what we're just talking about is fighting. Yeah. But I know most people I've sat and talked with in the gym. Yeah. We are kind of a different group and a different different class of people. That's true. And there's there's trauma that comes in like and it's two ways. Either people are just upfront with that, like Greg. Yeah. That Greg, if you sit and talk with him long enough, you come to discover just the guy's been through a lot of shit, right? Yeah. And you're just like, if if you're privileged enough to have have that conversation with him, and he just acknowledges it, and he's like, yeah, it's probably what led him. Yeah. But some people are not not as aware. And he doesn't say that's the only reason, but he knows it's a part of it. And there's some people that just cut that off. Yeah. Like, it's just they're so detached from it because yeah. maybe they've climbed the ladder or whatever. It's like now this is a career or whatever mm-hmm. it may be for them. But I, I think it is a – history drives us forward, right? Whether it's yeah. five minutes or five years or it's 500 years, whatever yeah. it is. It's um, In our short lifespans, it certainly is dictating our decisions, what's mm-hmm. happened to us. And I just have yet to meet someone who's gotten into MMA and it's just like – hasn't had something happen where they felt powerless or yeah. bullied or yeah. had something go wrong or instability in their so, life. Yeah, something yeah. negative that drove them to that. Or maybe yeah. just in society, they weren't yeah. like the atypical social interactor, so they yeah. were like, well, fuck, I'll find community here. Or yeah. they were in desperate need of community or... I don't know. Yeah. How, how about you, Scott? Like, what would, what would you say if you... You know, because you knowing you had to deal with things before, like, do you think you could have found... I mean, it's hard to say... What, do you think you could have found a different outlet other than fighting, or do you think that this no. was pretty much it for you? Yeah. No, because, like, even with everything I just said, for me, like, I didn't find any type of, like, place within the educational institution. Mm-hmm. I actually had a pretty rough go around there. Yeah. Um, the workforce, I never really... I caught on to, like, the game that is, like, labor real quick. Like, there's great yeah. jobs out there, but I always just felt like there was something off about the jobs I was moving through. Yes. Um, then when I would... I remember when I came back to college, um, after I graduated high school at 18, I was sitting in a classroom, and I was like, I feel like I did when I was in first grade, when I was, like, being taken out of class and put in special classrooms, and then wasn't supposed to be in the special classroom and thrown into another classroom and all that shit. Fighting gave me some, I think... Um, that in an interesting way it, it did empower me because I did get bullied and I did feel powerless physically and wasn't always able to use my word so being able to just confront conflict like that I felt granted me some resolution did it cost me some stuff of course yeah. and I'm not sitting here saying go and do it I'm just not saying that but for me I don't know who I'd be without going through it yeah. you know um, for Scott McDonald I just feel like that's the case I feel like whether I feel like fighting was a necessary thing for me to pass through. Yeah. Yeah, I I would agree. Yeah, for me, like for me, I used to like beat myself up um, quite a bit, um, and I was very like I just had a lot of self hatred to myself, um, and kind of like going through training and stuff like that. Um, I definitely feel like it's helped me gain a level of confidence and um, sense of like I can do this kind of thing, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's what's powerful about going through training camps too is like um well it's kind of like a double-edged sword right mm-hmm. no it, it is it's but it's i hear what you're saying i hear both you're saying it's that me versus 
but it's you versus you yourself versus that and i feel like like a point that scott brought up a, a lot of damaged people it's because they've they've been to the point where they're you know where they're powerless and they want to take back that power mm-hmm. like from there and sometimes like that's that's what they need to realize like that they are that they are in control of something because it's like what scott's saying it's like it's it's a certain breed a person that wants to get themselves involved in this kind of thing because yeah. it's it's Absolutely. it's crazy well it's like i remember our our episode with vincent when you're talking about uh, he had a friend go like, so what will force you to fight another man in a cage? And you said, oh, why you got to say it like that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, there's no other way to say it. That's what you did. But that's true. That's how <laughs> yeah. it, it is. It is a crazy venture. What all of us have gone into, you know, into, uh, think about it, just from like a third person perspective, we've gone to a place where we trained for several weeks so we could engage in hand-to-hand combat mm-hmm. with a person we didn't really know who was there willing to, you know, engage us in combat as well. That's a pretty that's a pretty ridiculous, like, proposal. Well, I feel yeah. like this is the other yeah. part of it, too, is, yeah. like, yeah, in the documentary Fightville, Dustin Poirier, it's about... With Dustin Poirier? Yes. Dustin Poirier's in yeah. it. And there's this, like, interesting, like, kind of cut scene where he's in the cage, he's, like, throwing a high kick. Yeah. And he's talking, he's like, fighting is, like, serene. And it's serene for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Because just the rawness of it yeah. and the yeah. fact that everything else is kind of pushed into the margins. Yeah. yeah. So whatever shit happened yeah. in, like, a miscommunication or the, the words I failed to have or the fact that my boss is a dick when I yeah. have to go back to work on Monday it's, it's, it's or my like, bills or any of that, it goes like this. It's like an escape. And it's this just this, yeah. serene yeah. moment. And it's... It's very primitive, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's yeah. like, com. Whether I mean, our combat is such a minimized form. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's large scale combat, like yeah. you know, that are done for yeah. narrow interests yeah. and, and monetary gain and all yeah. that shit. But yeah. for us, it's just this this pure serene moment. Very rarely have I met somebody that I've competed against that I've like disliked. Yeah. you know and but, or, or or that i didn't respect them afterwards where i was just that, like yeah, okay the, the, the respect yeah you do, i don't need to like people but i do respect the fact that they're willing to go out mm-hmm. uh, yeah i feel the same it's way. like here you go because yeah. you're cut yeah and i feel like for both of them like it's one thing to want to be a world champion but i feel like you just confront you and this other person you're in this fight with it's like you owe it to them you it's, owe it to them for for them to be there with you, yeah. to put it on the line with you. It's that That's war- what they're it's, doing. It's that warrior mentality and the, yeah. the recognizing of like other warriors, like from there. But and I feel that, uh, I feel that that's, you know that that's a unique thing. That's the thing that really only a few people can under can understand what that feels like or feel the need to do it. Because I'm thinking. You know, because I think along the same lines, like, as you, Scott, I feel like, while I understand all the damage, you know, that that's happening, I feel it's like, I feel what you have to use fighting for, it's like a forge, you know, you can, yeah. you can use the flames, you can use the flames to build you up, but then the same flames that can, you know, that can build you up are the same ones that are gonna, you know, melt you yeah. into nothingness, and, and so it's like knowing that. And greater yeah. than just the fighting in the yeah. cage, it's so funny to me, is yeah. like, at least at AMC, and I think most gyms can say this, yeah. it's such a collaborative model of just working with people. Yeah. And the whole individualistic thing for MMA athletes is complete and utter bullshit, and I hate that part of the game where it's like, I made myself, or I did this. Self-made. It's like, it's yeah. like, it's like <laughs> that's what that's what, that's what Cody Garbrandt has on his neck. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, no. it's, well, it's, it's Cody Garbrandt, whatever, bad decisions. But yeah. you, you learn yeah. about interpersonal and collaborative models of organization by participating in a martial art. 
because you can only be as good as your training partner. There's no it's it's your tribe. It's your tribe, yeah. right? And, and and the support when someone goes and fights, and yeah. then like the um, encouragement and showing up and the resources that all of you spend yeah. to be there together to help each yeah. other reach. It's intrinsic, those goals and you feel that. Yeah. Is something that we should want to create in the rest of the world. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And and I know sometimes like and that's what's frustrating even for me about the all the T.J. Dillashaw stories. Yeah. Is it's like you now you're creating corrosive environments because you're yeah. crying and you're so competitive that you don't care about your sparring partners. Yeah. You're injuring them and when they get the better of you, you're yeah. throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. You're backstabbing your entire team. Hitting them after get, the bell. Yeah. Hitting them after yeah. the bell. Yeah. All to get to yeah. this bell. And just, it's like just so just so selfish. But yeah, but that's but that's the yeah. thing, that, and that, I think that's why. No, but that's why he's so. When they call him, you know, the snake in the grass, like everyone, you know, realizes that, and that's funny how his popularity went to like, you know, because I feel, especially you know, knowing, being in that I guess fight tribal mindset, you understand that you understand that you know that, that there's a loyalty. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I I may not you know like personally everybody, but I know, but I I respect what they're willing to do, especially you know from. Like the tribe that I'm but from, but you, you know, know in terms of your yeah. growth yeah even the guy you fought was a part of your growth exactly yeah, yeah. And I don't his like, gym yeah. and his gym being yeah. available to be there for you to compete yeah, exactly your growth I, so I respect like, that yeah like I'm, I'm not friends with the person but yeah yeah like, I know if it wasn't it, that 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 moment that that growth wouldn't have been possible without that right so I feel it's like it's just like how when um you know like when you know warriors would clash on the battlefield like they would I mean yeah they would be victorious and stuff but they would be it's and I think, you know, because in victory, it's not just, you're not just happy. It's also, like, relief. Relief that you made it. Like, you made yeah. it to, like, another another thing. Because that's how I felt. I was like, well, this is, uh, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, like, an, another one another one down, and I'm still I'm still alive. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. There. I definitely so, felt yeah. that. I was like, oh, it's over. Did yeah. it? Because it's, <laughs> it's a different kind of, it's different than winning, I don't know, if I won, like, a bowling game. You know, it's like, oh, man, I came out. I came out like again, like fairly, I guess. Got a perfect score, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 like, just because of the risk, the the risk involved mm-hmm. from there, it's like it's higher, like higher risk, higher, I guess, reward mm-hmm. from there. But yeah, I feel it's a sense because I remember, I mean, as much as you know, we can make fun of like Chael Sonnen had a thing like when they asked, like, oh, how do you feel after victory? He goes like, I feel an overwhelming sense of relief, not happiness, relief yeah. that I I was able to get it. Cause, yeah. cause it's just like that. It's so, it's so much stress to like a single moment, you know, mm-hmm. a single like moment that can you know only last like very few minutes, really like a short amount of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yet a lot of a lot of time has been riding on it. Totally. So, yeah. I remember, um, like I was watching this video kind of like after I was feeling burnt out and after I posted that blog about uh, the first time I ever knocked out a girl and I was just watching my behavior after about it and I I remember I hit her and then just kind of walked away and just was like looking down at the ground because it's not a sense of like I wasn't proud of myself and even in this last fight um, mm-hmm. like fighting for me has never been to the point where I want to beat someone up mm-hmm. um, and so yeah. yeah it's like going I think I felt more of that relief sense like I remember laying on the mat after I was down I was just like yes like I finally it's finally done with like yeah. I did it like um, you're, you're past that stress that you that was all building up towards this moment yeah but it's not happiness over hurting someone and exactly because you know, people because people don't quite understand like how you feel like from there like yeah there's a there's an elation but yeah there's that elation that yeah it's over with like the the work is done mm-hmm. like for real this time so 
But some um, fighters, like I think it's Mike Perry, was that? A yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, it's gonna be blood. It's gonna be all this violence. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, that guy. Yeah. No, but uh, and that, but that's the thing. And then I think about what <laughs> yeah. Scott said, like in terms of damage, people like you can't say that that guy. Because I think of you know Jen's Palmer. It's like yeah. Jen was very you know real and honest with like what happened to him. But I feel like when I see people like that, I feel like oh, okay, that's like. And I, I mean, I showed that to you too because I knew what you were thinking about, mm-hmm. like from there. But like some people, I like where else is a Mike Perry gonna get his like outlet? You know, from there, where else would a Jen's Palmer get that outlet? from there because yeah. it's not it, it wouldn't be through like i don't like mike perry's not gonna be on a ted talk he's yeah. not gonna be he's not gonna be on a i mean he could be a great dancer i don't know but he's not gonna get that relief playing uh playing ping pong you know? so yeah, yeah and like, it's hard it's because like, yeah. then what you have is you have everyone who's agreeing to these terms it'd be different yeah. if there was like some sort of entity that was snatching yeah. that was snatching people, people up and like yeah. motherfucker you're gonna train <laughs> yeah. and then you're gonna find another poor person and we're gonna make billions off of it yeah. it's certainly not that but, yeah it's not that yet but yeah. i mean you can make the argument that it's just yeah. all the pressures that push one towards that yeah you know, and, and how do you make it less likely? It's, like, kind of the issue I have with, like, inner-city youth who are just – or even in rural youth, too, who yeah. are just pushed into, like, the NFL just yeah. by circumstance, Circumstances. Right? And, or, or they fall through the – or they're in – it's just, like, the whole – like, Tim had – me and Tim had an eloquent conversation. Yes, Tim Barry. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, yeah. yeah. About how co- star college athletes just get pushed through college. Well, because they get funneled and, through because – And then they the get same. money. Yeah. And they don't know what the fuck to do with it, and then after it's done, they have nothing. Because that's all they know. They, they, they've never been given a structure. So like, the, the contradictions yeah. are present in this sport and in this game, and, you know, I, I just... I just athletics in general. Athletics yeah. in general, yeah. It's like it's like the curse of talent. You know, the more talented you are, the more exploited you will. It's just, it's just yeah. how it is. And, and, yeah. and we're very focused people, too, and I think time passes, and as time passes, you fail to see, like, maybe the greater fights that are present in the world, and, you know, like... I'll never forget Dan Gable in the night in the Munich uh, game. Olympics, yeah. Olympics when yeah. that um, those Israeli athletes were killed by the Palestinian, the Palestinian Liberation yep. Organization. Yep. A huge event in history, just a terrorist attack at the Olympics. At the Dan Olympic Gable, yeah. I competed and he gets off the plane back in America and he had won gold, right? Yeah. And all these reporters just swarm on him and they're like, Dan, what did you think about what happened to the Israeli athletes? And da da da. And he's just like, what? What are you guys talking about? And they're like, you didn't hear what happened when you were in. He's like. That's that is the type of fucking focus yeah. that it takes for most people to get to those that level to, of to accolade. High, you can't worry about level. social circumstances. Yeah. You can't worry about anybody else. Yeah. You know, and if, if you can sacrifice that for your entire life, and then you accumulate, you know, a little bit like some property and some wealth, and you take care of your kids and you do all those things, that's fine. Go ahead and live that life, but. For me, it, it's hard to reconcile that part of me, being concerned about the fucking world, which will probably never leave me, yeah. and then being so narrowly focused on a game. I mean, yeah. politics are games too, right? But it's yeah. just like, this is a type... This is an interesting type it's a, of game. It's a, it's a very superficial game if you think about yeah. it. Cause like, it's like what, once again, back to like the episode we have with Vincent, you go like, oh yeah, they had Robbie Lawler, Rory McDonald, the second fight was, you know, one for the ages. But also, who's going to re- remember that, essentially? Like, how, how, how much is that going to change in the world scale? So I think that's the way, like, you're looking at it. Like, yeah. from there, it's like, how much, why does that matter? I'm like, you know? motherfuckers yeah. don't think about the Roman Empire, let alone, you know? Mm-hmm. You go throughout your whole day and forget about Rome. You're just like, okay. Yeah. Unless you live in, in, and you're yeah. in that region. Yeah. Something like, as great as that, a structure as great as that, that has impacted all of history. Yeah. It's rarely and, considered. And, and but made, made effects towards the rest of the But time. a world yeah. champion is going to be considered when yeah. all this shit is done? Probably not. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So I don't know. And not saying that if you leave MMA, you'll be like a major influencer in that light. I mean, I think that a lot of luck and talent has to do with being considered in that light. But you just learn very quickly. There's just more important things. Um, it's also understanding, you know, what's important to you. Yeah. 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 And that starts to come out for you, right? If you have time to reflect. And that's definitely what it was, is I finally had that time of space and being away from it all and being outside that environment where I was like, really had that time to think about it and just hear my own voice about it. I was just like, damn, do I really want that? I mean, I have this, these people telling me like, you're going to do this, you're going to go on this pathway, like you're set up for this. And I'm like, do I want that for myself though? Like, am I willing to sacrifice my young life and my health? Um for something that's like could never even happen um I mean that's a risk I think we take with anything any kind of dream someone takes is like are you gonna sacrifice your life for this one goal but is that even my goal or is that someone else's goal that planted that into my head exactly you know what's really refreshing about your uh your opportunity to breathe and to think is like thank god it happened right now versus in like a week leading up to a big ass fight on the biggest stage where you (laughs) haven't made that commitment yeah right um because i because it it really is subjective and subjectivity doesn't lack knowledge insight or intelligence you know and when because the object the objective facts of fighting are it's just violence and damage and, and it's and it's it is financial reward it is like glory and great relief if you were to labor your whole life in this sport and then get a title belt wrapped around your waist, I mean, that would the elation that would come with that, I feel, is like similar to when you get your college degree or something. Yeah. With different costs. It's not like you're studying yeah. for yeah. You're like, come out the best of But you get, yeah. I, I get yeah. the reward centers in the brain and how they operate yeah. towards that same end, but thank yeah. God you're getting that now because towards those last couple amateur fights for me, I would be bouncing around in the ring or cage and I'd be like, the fuck am I doing in here? And, and, and I can't leave now. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. <laughs> like the, the, the door is actually closed. And My second can't. title yeah. fight. Yeah. Fought a really tough guy. I, I yeah. won by KO, but I was just bouncing around. Was this your second to last one? This mm-hmm. is my second. Uh, no, my first amateur title defense okay. the genesis title was this the one when you started floating oh yeah to float? i just yeah. lost it now yeah man. okay yeah but you know, you, I'm bouncing what, around you're bouncing around dj <laughs> shows yeah. him the title and yeah. then walks to me and shows yeah. me the title and yeah. he's like all right man bring it home i'm like what yeah. the fuck am i doing in here bro i thought yeah. like, i feel like i drank because i drank a lot of coffee that day yeah i was like why i coffee before the motherfucking fight yeah like, why am i in here well i'm yeah. about to fight this man ding yeah and it's that's it yeah right that bell goes off and it's like well yeah. You just have well, to like yeah. put well, your focus on what's in front to, of you. You have to get that serene sense from, from there. But yeah, no, but that's mm-hmm. an interesting thing. And I think that's the big thing is like understanding, you know, what does, you know, what do you want? Like what does, you know, what does, what does Morgan want? Mm-hmm. Like from there. Yeah. And, oh god damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's really weird because it's quite difficult. Yeah. Well, well, we're, we're still on audio. We're though. still we're still recording on okay, audio, so well, this this will, this will be a big thing. Don't worry. Guess, guess so. Once the camera goes back, we're like, well, because you gotta go to the audio, yeah. figure out what what we were talking about. Yeah. But um, I feel so when you bring up when you bring up the Dustin Poirier like mm-hmm. from Fight Built, that's a I think about because he had an interview about you know talking about how he just wants to fight for a title. He goes like, I just want to I just want to do it. I just want to say because he had been so. His wife had helped him like all throughout his career, like from there, like you know, she like gave him rides, like back back right. when there was like nothing going for it. He goes like, yeah, I just want to win it, you know, like for me and also just for her, just to say, you know, I did it. This was all this was all worth it in terms of that, you know. And that's you know that hits like it's really real, you know, from there hearing you know why someone you know wants to do you know put themselves like through that mm-hmm. through that fire. 
but at this at the same token it's still like understanding you know it's understanding there's like a great physical cost are we back on the camera or not yeah. yet we're back okay. on all right all right yeah so we're back on well we've been back but it's yeah. and look yeah that the crucial analysis aside it's really about what you do with what you learn yeah right yeah. like i just and what, what what's driving you yeah. well i just participated in a yeah. uh, uh, civil trial that was in the federal courts where the main issue was an excessive force claim against a police officer and we got into all the different chokeholds lateral yeah. vascular neck restraint vascular neck restraint how and, and from all my years of training, I knew that the term they were using and in, in the way that others had testified about how this maneuver was used, that it was certainly a chokehold, no matter what these police officers said about it. So that was – MMA granted me that gift, right? Yeah. And, I, and I, at least I got oh, out sort of Perspective, before, yeah. Like to even yeah. just recognize that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so there's all sorts of cool shit you can end up doing in – if there, there's going to be a younger generation that is going to fucking fight, and we yeah. can't just stop that, no matter how you can't, yeah, you intelligent can't. we are. If anything, that's that's the wrong thing to do, yeah. just in terms of so, yeah. like, not giving them the opportunity. By pro, by prohibiting it, you're making it more... It's like, you know, it's like trying to prohibit alcohol. We're trying to prohibit <laughs> drugs. Right, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. All right, kids, just don't have sex, don't have drugs. All right, good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, think about opening a gym. Yeah. Or, like, I'm, one of my old teammates who has a really – Ben Wada, who we still yeah. need to have him on. His life yeah. story is incredible. He wants yeah. to open a gym with me, and he's yeah. serious. Like, well, he's like, dude, we owe it to people who want to get into this game to yeah. teach them how to fight smart, how yeah. to live smart, and, to, and and how and what the lifestyle and is. What the lifestyle yeah. is, I and think, the reality. Yeah, because I think, but this is why you know, Abdul's like, this is important. You know, like us talking about it, like the reality of the of the, of the situation. Because mm-hmm. I feel um, one yeah, because because one thing is is it's honesty. You know, because mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like you have to be honest with what people are getting into. Like you mentioned, Ender, our cameraman who's not with us, but uh. He is, you know, he's young and he's ambitious and knows, and, you know, wants to do all these things. But I feel like, and you know, you're getting a lot of flack for like something that happened. But I feel like you're giving him a dose of reality. And yeah. the, and the, if anything, it would be, it would be, uh, it would be a disservice not yeah. to give him what reality is. Totally. You know, it's just to you know to feel. I feel like you need to know what you're what you're getting into. Because here's the thing with a, yeah. with a kid like that who's incredibly intelligent mm-hmm. yeah. who, you know he could probably sit down with something and focusing it on fo- focus on it for so long and then master it yeah i would rather him have the experience he had in a training session where i was yeah. putting the pressure on him and protecting him yeah. but have him realize and deal with his emotions and his perceived like sense of failure which obviously he didn't fail yeah you know but just feeling the real heat of what it means to compete and then go you know what i'm gonna be a fucking doctor yeah. like i would rather yeah. i would rather him <laughs> right? go you know what that, I didn't like that. Yeah. I didn't like that. And I know yeah. competing is going to be like that. Yeah. And so I'm going to go to medical school, but I'll still train. Yeah. yeah. But you, but you need Choose. to know that. You yeah. need to, like, you That's need to, under, you need to understand. Sometimes you, you can't understand that without putting, it's like, you know, a child sometimes needs to touch a burning pot to realize, oh, hey, I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, I don't like that. Like from there. Or it's like, yeah. you know, our, the episode with Greg, he didn't, he didn't realize he wasn't a competitor without having to compete. You know, re- you some and sometimes that, I mean that's it. You, you sometimes you, that's what you have to do to realize it. You know. Exactly, and yeah. and the thing is, is you're doing nobody any type of. You're not really benefiting anyone and being a, a compassionate person unless you're exposing them to the other side of the shit. Exactly. You're just not. You're 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 yeah. protecting them. You're coddling them. You're coddling you're like, them. Oh yeah, go ahead and fight yeah. an amateur. Just even an amateur fight, which. Yeah has far more risks, uncompensated, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> amateur fight. Yeah, right. well, yeah. like, How many people have we seen throughout the years just get fucking messed up? Yeah, like, in the amateur circuit. Yeah. 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 And right. so 
Yeah. And smokers. Like, yeah. smokers. smokers. Exhibition. Yeah. There's not any, you yeah. know? Like. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So but they're... it's like all those things that make you successful as a fighter. Like, if you find something else, that's where I'm kind of at. Like, I. Yeah. Uh, Greg was actually talking to me about this when I was telling him that I was feeling this way. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. all those things that make you successful as a fighter, like you build those traits live with you. That is who you are. Like you don't necessarily have to be fighting. Yeah, it's not separate with. Yeah, fighting. yeah, yeah. You can take that and apply that to yeah. anything. Yeah. I did some cool shit when I stopped fighting. Yeah. yeah. Kinda... I, I just did life. Some... Life continues after fighting. No, life yeah. continues, and it's funny yeah. because you'll be able to operate from this place of intensity that no one will understand, but yeah. that'll be that, such a gift yeah. to others who are afraid yeah. to yeah. come yeah. out and afraid to because, express because yeah. A lot of people live with their life with their foot on the brake. Mm-hmm. A lot. A All few, the time. Pe- few people well, have I, never. I yeah. Few people have never really pushed that. You know. Push. You know. Yeah. Think about done what we've done in terms of like pushing yourself to really see what what your limits are and to understand that you could do you can do a lot more than what you think and, that, and a lot of people never feel that and you'll you know? adjust yeah. just like you adjust in the fight game it's like yeah. it's not one technique that wins the fight it's fucking ridiculous if you just come out and throw a yeah. right hand <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> you'll adjust you'll, you'll go yeah. okay I thought this was yeah. gonna be plan A but there's certainly plan B C D and then you know you learn that in MMA if you if you really master the art is that. Yeah. Uh, it's mixed. It's a exactly. it's a mixed bag of techniques techniques that can get a mixed bag of results, right? Yeah. You know, but you yeah. always switch. You're always exactly. evolving. You're always you're always changing. So yeah, take the risk yeah. or opportunities and create them. Like that's yeah. the biggest thing I try to tell people is create your own opportunities. You yeah. can do this in MMA when you're mm-hmm. fighting. Yeah. You do something that creates an opportunity for an opening, yeah. and you can apply that to any part of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Some people always tell me like, oh, you just get super lucky. You just fall into this job or blah blah blah. But it's like that's that's that's, that's discrediting the fact that I open up those opportunities to my like self. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, you can't. I mean, you, there is fortune, but that will. But I think the big thing is like what Scott was talking about is like is that your will? Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. your your will to fight. It's not. That's not just you know just for fighting. That will can lead to many other things to whatever you want to focus it on. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the thing with most fighters that most fighters don't realize that what what their will is actually for. So I think that's one. I mean, that's one thing people need to realize that. You know, you're you can take that will into a lot of other things. You can take that mindset. You can be a warrior doing things that don't necessarily involve like one-on-one combat. So yeah, for sure. It's probably you know one-on-one combat in uh, just combat sports teach you a lot, but it's it's really the lesser conflict. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I was thankful enough to just be able to go for it with school, and you know, just. Because fighting for me answered all these questions that all these assumptions that I had against myself. It was really scientific for me. It was spiritual, but it was like, okay, I have this weird evidence in my head. I feel like it's not true. Let me test that shit out. Yeah. Okay, it's not and, true. And, and that's how you Bam, do it. That's yeah. how you do it. Scientific method. Yeah. I have this fucked up yeah. hypothesis in my yeah. head. Yeah. Let me test it out. You found Let your me retest evidence. it out. Yeah. And then it's credible. I'm not yeah. a we- I'm not weak. I yeah. can fight. Mm-hmm. I I am strong. I am courageous. Bam. Same thing with school. It's like I get back in college. I'm just like, man, I always felt like I was a dumbass. <laughs> you know. But, but yeah. yeah. You know? But then. But yeah. Instead of dumbass and that yeah. negative connotation, it's just yeah. like, well, you got to work to learn. Yeah. You're not yeah. always going to be right. Be you, open to new information. You learn differently. Yeah. And then I, same thing, fucked up hypothesis, tested, retested, retested, different result. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Than yeah. what I had previously thought. Yeah. I guess the overall message is like, if fighting is just if you allow it to be, if you reflect on it enough, it can be a catalyst towards just greater things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm surprised more MMA fighters aren't like entrepreneurs and, and things yeah. like that. 
right? Because the yeah. shit we're talking about, you can just translate that into all sorts of different forms of leadership. But it's making it's like it's yeah. making it possible, you know? It's like yeah. making making that connection. I feel is like is is what's important. Like realizing that you're more than just what you're more than just what fighting is. Like pretty much it, what you are as a person is what drove you the fighting. Mm-hmm. But then that that's what builds you up, and then. It's not just the fighting skills that get built up. And that's, you know, that's why I look at it, too. Because, you know, I'm still fighting. I'm still doing this. But I also understand that this is a very finite thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, talking to you, I mean, I, I mean I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm aware of what, of what you're going through. I mean, I'm aware of what, you know, Scott's going through. Because I'm, I'm in it myself. But also understand that it's going gonna, it's gonna to end soon. You know, from the, I, know, I know that for me, it's like I'm not – I'm really I'm – I'm at the tail end of this, but understanding, you know, what I'm doing it for. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm not – I'm not – I don't have any, like, illusions of grandeur. Like, I'm no, I know I'm doing it for a purpose to answer some questions, but I know I can use this to funnel into the next thing I'm going to do because it's just one stage, mm-hmm. you know, unless I get hit by a bus or something. Just but then in that case, it's like, yeah, it's just Just think about conflict resolution. Yeah. Just think about, yeah. like, how you can take that. Yeah. Into the, the greater skills of conflict resolution. Into, not, into into life. I felt like, you know, fighting has really shaped me, or like martial arts absolutely. has shaped me as a person, like for sure, mm-hmm. but not just in martial arts, it shaped me as a person, mm-hmm. you know, and and in a lot more. It's really, I was, because I was fighting, you know, I was fighting with myself and I was, you know, fighting to really understand what I wanted, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, from there. And this was something, you know, this was something that really helped me with that and understanding. I guess really? big thing is like finding my voice yeah. is from there and understanding that. Yeah, I I can I can influence people and I can do things like from that because without without fighting I wouldn't have had that and right. I feel like that's that's the thing I can't separate there isn't you know there isn't Pocholo and then Pocholo without fighting like that's what led me up to there and I feel the same way with Scott yeah. like, you know there's not Scott and Scott without fighting there's Scott and because of fighting and then what happened afterwards it's yeah like, having absolutely yeah. no regrets ever about yeah. training and fighting like yeah. none ever just like yeah. the way it formed you has formed me as a person yeah. like I'm forever thankful yeah. for but it's like am I at that point where it's yeah. like is it going to have diminishing returns? Diminishing so, returns yeah. And for someone who stayed in, uh, I played college softball and mm-hmm. didn't want to, and I um, was stayed in that game for so long, I still to this day have not picked up a softball or thrown or like hit a ball or anything like that. And that was, was over like, two years ago, and I was just like, <laughs> I'm so like, done with a that. A softball's coming right at somebody. It's <laughs> like, nah. Like, <laughs> no, like the Mariners games? Yeah. At the Mariners games, I'm like, oh, give me away from that. <laughs> when they play with like your kids, like, oh, and they throw a baseball, you go, <laughs> you, you step aside. Yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't want MMA to turn into that. I didn't want yeah. to have that like hostility towards it. Um, but that that requires a great awareness, and that yeah. also requires that's very courageous. And, that, and that's the same thing I said to Joel, you know, on his episode. It it takes courage to realize you know you have to step away. Yeah. You know, it takes courage to realize that you. Because that's the thing. It's not a lot of people think you know you're running from something. You're not running. If I, no, you're running towards a new opportunity. Yeah. And what's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah. you know, that's like you know why would you not want to run out of a burning building? What are you? Or it's yeah. like people or just go, oh, new no. experiences and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Why would you stay on the sinking ship? Or why would you stay on the ship that's like kicking the shit out of you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah. ship's sinking and the captain's yeah. sucking you in the fucking yeah. face. <laughs> it makes no sense. Wait, what? Yeah. There's no life preserver. Yeah. Everyone's concussed. Yeah. You're asking for directions and what the plan is, no one knows. No one knows. <laughs> like, we'll just chug each yeah. other out before we yeah. all yeah. die. Yeah. 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 It's a mess. But yeah. no, you, you have, you know, we all made decisions beforehand before we got into the game and we've learned a lot about it and you know 
Yeah, all those. Like, it's just about experience, really. Human yeah. experience. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so for me, I would have rather had the experience of competing and fighting than have not had it. Yeah. Totally. Um, and it's just it's interesting too, cause you know you walk around with a different sort of confidence, knowing yes. that's what you went through. Yeah. I mean, you're not delusional, but you just walk around like, okay, if shit really goes down right now, I'm probably. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, yeah. gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna I'm be all right. okay. Yeah. <laughs> think about all the people in the world who don't have that sense of security, who yeah. never just like kind of in a way got vulnerable. Because you're opening yourself up to potential domination, really. Yeah. And you're like, here I am, b- b- embarrassment, I failure. Potential loss. In front of spectators, yeah. right? In front of people that you know. Yeah. But not just verbal, because, I mean, I can see politicians or attorneys, yeah. maybe they feel like, or anybody yeah. who's, like, engaged in some sort of conflict can yeah. have that reserve. But something just physically failing like that, though, Yeah. in terms of a, a And also fight, the damage being so real. Yeah. yeah. And so present. And yeah. so present. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you walk through that, or, or it's just like... That's why I think what Vince learned from from his loss, from his yeah. loss is yeah. phenomenal. I never had that feeling. I mean, I fought my only loss was Demetrius Johnson in a Muay Thai fight. Who? I mean, even that, even yeah. that. I mean, yeah. feeling that I wasn't like knocked out. I was just dominated towards the end. Yeah. yeah. I don't maybe. <laughs> Check, check this I got you. I can't yeah. fuck with you now. But on the first one. <laughs> where's, where's my fifth round? No, but it, yeah. the loss itself taught me a lot. But Vince, in particular, having had that, just like probably the worst thing happening, and then coming yeah, up. Yeah, a, a first round knockout. That, first yeah. round knockout, standing yeah. up. Yeah. Now and coming back into the game and wanting to do it again, I think that'll do something remarkable for him. Not if he like rinses and repeats that shit over and over again no but i think that's the thing but it's taking it's taking that because you know he i mean i've talked to vince a lot just like sharing you know what his mindset at and why he wants to do it but it's Mm -hmm. like realizing you know where his headspace is at, and like and understanding you know oh he had all these thoughts about what fighting was as as you know when he first fought i think he was like like 21 22 but now it's like different you know now 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 that he's older and like well, why he's doing it mm-hmm. you know, from the, but let's even talk yeah. about dj real quick yeah. too he has this like interesting inner dialogue where he's he is never certain about what the results gonna be he's confident yeah. in preparation mm-hmm. yeah he he knows he works hard he knows he's gifted but then he's he's really surrendered to the fact that it could all go it could all yeah it could all go yeah and then he could return to like working he always he said, could, i like, can always work at costco lose, yeah be at costco yeah just working you know yeah. working in a warehouse or yeah he's he's surrendered to that and i think he's face to face with reality yes yeah. on that one but i know? think that's also what helps him like in terms of like understanding you know what his uh that's the thing when, when it comes to DJ's mentality he's like comfortable like mm-hmm. in that notion because you see cases where people aren't comfortable with that like Ronda Rousey of course the most yeah. glaring where she you know once once that once that confidence like got shattered it just never it never came back mm-hmm. like from there yeah so. it's like she lost a sense of who she was because she wasn't undefeated yeah. and well she was so fucking just caught in it you yeah. know yeah no it's like yeah totally, falling yeah. into that it's like it's like that double that double edged sort of like the hype yeah. And then reality yeah. just is a the train crashed right there. Shit into the chain. Yeah, <laughs> shit into the shit, and then Amanda Nunez's fist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Bam. But yeah, and then you know just realizing, yeah, just like all so all the people you know that want you know want to go into fighting, just like you know consider it because you know success. There's a yeah. lot. There's a lot more things than just success. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. success is a lot different than what you think it is. Like mm-hmm. getting into it. So I think just being like being aware. Being aware of the why. Oh, and also understanding that things change. 
you know totally. right like yeah like Are exactly you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that's just how life is you yeah. you're not gonna be on the same fucking path like always it's mm-hmm. like you're gonna things in life are gonna change you're yeah like, think, i saw this thing as yeah. like is whatever but it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah. one bubble was like this person telling this person like oh you've changed and i'm like the other person's like thank god right yeah yeah, you know? yeah right because i feel like um back in the high school days where people would be like oh you've changed so much blah 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 yeah. you re- you should receive a lot of criticism about it but yeah. then it's like well what yeah Let's be honest about high school. Yeah. You could have like done something different for three days, and motherfuckers yeah. are like, "Oh yeah, you changed. Oh, you changed. You changed, 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 yeah. changed more. Yeah. Oh, oh, right yeah. oh, oh, yeah. Maybe I'm too old. I'm yeah. my age. Three way. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. you like mac and cheese now? Oh. What yeah. the hell is this? Oh, you like mac and cheese? Oh, you like mac and cheese? You're not with the in crowd. Yeah. Oh, we wear pink on Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, I think it's because. Those people that critique you on that are afraid of changing themselves. Yes. Um, the, 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 I feel like I, I talk to you about this. Like every like negative thing that people usually like tell you, they're telling themselves, yeah, which is why they need to spread that negativity. That projection. You know, from yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy, but like just you know, just think about it. Like, cause think about how many people are unhappy with what they do or you know into don't don't feel fulfilled and then that's why when they see somebody rise up there's uh, so much there's just so much it's, the, it's an like, expression like, of their like, inner tension yeah exactly right, yeah, yeah. You know? and because i think and another thing it's it shows a lacking of their own lives that they don't want to acknowledge so that's why they'll bring that down mm-hmm. you know that's why a lot of people because they because realizing because one of the big one of the big things you know the fears that people have is that they can do something but they just you know the re- they they're not doing it and that's like that's a big fear like fear of missing out of what they what they're truly want, wanting to do and that's what a lot of people end up getting succumbing to that's what mm-hmm. I feel like especially just given you know talking to regular quote unquote regular people I was just on vacation so I had to explain what I do to regular people I know yeah yeah and it's like but no and 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 that's it because it's like oh wow why would you you know do that it's like it's way more complicated than I can you know that I ever explain to you but like mm-hmm. if you're the people that I know the people I do connect with I don't have to explain to them like what I do and I understand where they're where they're coming from mm-hmm. and, and and that's just that's just the way it is mm-hmm. understanding that you know, people with goals, people with visions, and people with the will to, to get it done. And I think th- that's the important thing. You know, so sometimes sometimes you need to feel burned out to find, like, something new. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. And for me, like, growing necessary. up, like, I always had... Yeah. yeah. Hello. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always had, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, a thousand things yeah. I was interested in. Yeah. Um, like, I talked to you guys about, like, cooking and writing. And, and now dancing. And dancing. Dance yeah, like, yeah. anything that allows me to express yeah. myself uh, yeah. in an artistic fashion or creative way. Um, and so that's why, like, I, when I was young, I didn't have the dream of becoming a professional MMA fighter. So for me, it's like, well, I... I want to be did, an archaeologist. Did I ever have that dream? Like, did you really? Some, yeah. In, so, in, did in, you really? Indiana Jones. That's <laughs> like, fucking yeah. tight. Why don't yeah. you go do that now? <laughs> that is. Like, I'm just, I'll go with you. Yeah. <laughs> we just die of, like, dehydration. <laughs> but no, I mean, do you have any, like, last words, parting words, or, um, you know, just last insights for this podcast? Well, I don't know. I think... What you said, like, what you asked uh, advice-wise, what you'd give someone. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I would just say, find what's true to you and do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, find what challenges you to want to be your best self. Um, and don't let anyone 
force you down a path you don't want to go. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes, like, be open to listening to people, but um, understand that they could be projecting their themselves onto you. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding if your voice does your voice harmonize with that, or is it getting drowned out by that? Yeah. You know, and and that's and that's a damaging thing. It's like it's like it's like that cartoon of like oh hey I stepped in some I, yeah I showed I showed Morgan like this cartoon of like a person oh I stepped in some crap and the person looked at the shoe it's like someone else's opinion yeah, of how right? to live my life I was like I'm literally gonna write that on my yeah. shoe because I'm like that's a self reminder and then uh yeah but no uh, it's and it's you know that, that that's an important thing and I feel like yeah you know I think it's a big decision that you're making it's a very brave decision and I know I know you're going you're going you know to a new area for a little bit to explore yourself yeah. but sometimes you go. Sometimes you need to go somewhere new to find out where you really are yes. from there. And I feel like, you know, we support you wholeheartedly. We appreciate Thank you coming you. back to the show. Honestly, yeah. you're the biggest episode, not these other losers <laughs> that, were, that, were on, that were on our yeah. show. Yeah. 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 Step up your step up your following game, Vincent. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> yeah like, everything yeah. started to change when we had Vincent on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's different. Yeah, I don't know if it was that or me and my brother's incoherent rambling. <laughs> <laughs> no, that episode is great. Like you, you and Colin. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. We need yep. more of that. Yeah. But um. But thanks for having yeah. me on. Um, yeah. I love what you guys do, and I love that you guys are willing to put out this conversation. Um, mm-hmm. that some people just never hear, and yeah. so, um, I'm thankful to be a part of it, and yeah. um, you guys will always be my brothers. So yeah. I appreciate All that. Yeah, well, you're always <laughs> family to us. We appreciate the support. And speaking of support. You can find us on Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash pancreation. You know, I mean, any, I mean, monetary, you know, monetary support is great. Uh, I mean, social support is great. So any, I mean, any support really is like really appreciated. We're just here trying to. And did we ever thank Jesse on here for the graphic? I think. No. I think I mentioned, but okay. thank you, Jesse. Thank Hampton, Jesse for, for your, making our for your graphic. Yeah. Graphic it's it's really sick. It's, it's great. Yeah. yeah. And we hope to have you on the show on, mm-hmm. on too. Yeah very creative mind yep and that's all for the show thank you peace out thank you guys